and really evaluating like, yo, this isn't for me. Let's switch it up. And I went pretty general with business because I figured, you know, businesses, you can do whatever you want with a business major. You just got to go out there and, and hustle. So that's why I switched it up. Yeah. And, you know, definitely people like you and Adriana are very inspirational role models just to anyone coming into college as undergrads just to let you know, hey, if you do change your major, it's not a death sentence. You know, you might have to stay a little bit longer. But I mean, at the end of the day, would you rather stay a little bit longer and come out right or get out faster, but realize, oh, I have this degree that I have no interest in whatsoever? (laughs) Yeah. And it's crazy because like, even if you do, you know, get a degree in something that you weren't even confident in, like you can still find a job in something else. Like your mm-hmm. degree doesn't define you, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of people let that let that worry them. It's like, oh man, I got this degree in like I don't know psychology, and I, I got nothing on my resume that you know can get me a job. But yo, just continue to work on your skills. Continue to work on what you want to do, because um, most, I mean, a lot of people graduate from college and really get into something else and figure out that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. I think the best advice that you definitely said is work on your skills and resources. I have a marketing degree. I don't really work a marketing job right now. And it's not a saying that be, oh, I think my whole life sucks because I'm not working marketing. No, I just found that there's another job that I can do that don't necessarily need my marketing skills with. But what I'm currently doing is I'm promoting and helping to launch this little business podcast called Educate a Hustle. So that marketing side of me gets that enjoyment because I actually figure out different ways to promote. And that's what you kind of have to do. You know, if you have to work a job that necessarily is in your field, focus on your field's craft. Find a way to channel it and use it so you can still stay you know, on top and on shape of what you want to do. And I'm just saying now because of Educate Hustle, I have designs and a little portfolio building of little images and marketing tactics that we actually use. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, man. And yeah, the marketing stuff looks nice so far. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's continued to develop. You know, we're trying to get into video. You know, we're trying to get into other elements so that we can promote this brand and make it work. So, yo, you just got to be you just got to be out there hustling, man. There's no really other way to say it. Just go mm-hmm. out there and hustle and, and you'll find out what you really need to do in this lifetime. Yeah, it all comes back full circle. And to bring even back to more of a full circle, we're going to let Miss Adriana Foreman let us know about her hustle and why it's so educated. All right, we are here today with Miss Adriana Foreman, and she is currently in her third year of law school. Adriana, how's it going today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing well. We're finally happy to have you uh, pencil us into your busy schedule. Yeah, I know. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to do this. Most definitely. Most definitely. So let's just kick it off with a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, like you said, I'm a third year law student. Um, I went to UCF for undergrad where I met Emilio. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been interested in the law since I was in high school. So I'm excited that I'm finally on this journey. I come from a Mexican and Jamaican background, and I'm a first-generation law student, too, so I take pride in that. Ooh, that's great. I did, see, I didn't know about the Mexican-Jamaican background. I knew about the Jamaican background, oh, really? not the Mexican background. So see, learning new things every yep, that's day. That's so funny. 
And it's kind of kind of something I want to uh, definitely heart back. And we did meet at UCF. And one particular thing that I really and always kind of looked up to you for is you started out as like a business major. And then you kind of were like, you know, this isn't for me. And you went to, uh, I think, legal studies. Yeah. So I started um, college majoring in accounting and then minoring in legal studies because I really liked math and numbers. And then my mom was an accountant, too. And so I figured it'd be a good career path. But um, once I took those first couple of accounting classes, I realized it was not for me at all. So I um, <laughs> decided to switch my major to legal studies just because, I mean, I had an interest in it since high school and um, I felt like it'd be a good fit for me. So that's what I stuck with. Yo, I know, I know so many people who like started the accounting thing and then realized, yo, it's not the way to go because I don't know, for whatever reason, too hard not interesting. Like a lot of people switch from accounting to something else. So you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was too hard. I, I, I heard some of those classes and I looked at those textbooks that people have to do. And I'm just like, yeah, they, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even that basic like financial account, I was like, man, no, I'm good. I'm really yeah, good. That was the class mm. that, that ruined it for me. So <laughs> I think that ruined everyone. I took that class. I was an accountant. I was like, nope, never. <laughs> yeah, I never scraped by with like a C plus, I think. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, not to harp too much on our horror stories. Um, <laughs> so basically, I, I, I want to know what, what do you want to do with your law degree? So I definitely want to practice law. Um, right now, I'm interested in employment law. So my plan is to hopefully work for um, an employment law firm representing companies, businesses, and then I'd like to get my PhD and eventually become a professor and hopefully, you know, bring up our, our youth and get them into the field of law. So that's the plan. Uh, see? Yeah. That's actually really cool because, you know, you hear a lot of people want to give back and do things with the youth, but it's like you don't really hear from the law side of things. So that's kind of interesting. You want to actually get people more interested in law and actually show them, hey, this opportunity you can actually take and grasp and become. So I think that's really cool. I like to commend you for definitely having that insight and want to yeah, do something thanks. like that. Oh, no problem. But I think when we think of law school, like everyone always thinks of like all the study and, and the amount of time you definitely spend your, you know, your face in the textbook. But outside of studying, what do you think is like the hardest part of law school? Um, I think the hardest part is finding a good work-life balance. Because like you said, it's a lot of studying. And then if you're not studying, then you're doing work for, you know, other organizations and like last year, I kind of overdid myself, took way too many classes and was involved in way too many organizations. So I was working continuously and like my days were blending together and I was just really stressed out. So I had to learn to say no to people and just to make sure to dedicate time to myself so you can kind of de-stress and get your, your mind right for what you're what you need to do. Um, so I think just finding that balance has been the hardest part other than the studying, of course. Yeah, most definitely. Um and when you do need to take a break, like what, what's some things you do to kind of relax and get your mind off everything going on? Well, um, I go to Stetson and we're in Gulfport, which is like five, 10 minutes away from the beach. So if I do get free time, which is very rare, um, I do go to the beach or I just like sit and watch movies, watch shows. I've been watching Scandal lately. And so I've been kind of glued to that. But it's a good way to just kind of get my mind off of, you know, all the things that I have to do. So that's what I do. <laughs> I don't think you're a lot. There's like a lot of women. I know my girlfriend herself, like constantly watches Scandal. And it's it's crazy that that show's been in, around for so many years. But I know. 
see, I tried not to watch it, but because you know everybody <laughs> has been obsessed with it, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> what, what about um? What about How to Get Away with Murder? So I watched the first episode of that, like the first couple episodes, but it was just so unrealistic because, you know, I'm uh, so I'm like, this isn't even real. I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> she knows the ins and out of law. So she's like, nope, this would never happen. Exactly. That's pretty funny. But, yo, that's one of my favorite shows. I can't even hate on it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think when you don't have the insider access or know that like the deep nuts and bolts behind it, it's easy to enjoy. I'm sure for you, it just yeah. screams out, it would never go down like this. Yeah, exactly. It should all be disbarred. <laughs> yeah. So is that the same for like other TV shows? Like, I don't know, like Law & Order, um, all these other law shows. Can you get with it? Or is it just because you've done the law thing? Like, those don't appeal to you. No, I don't know what it is about those other shows. I'm okay with watching them, but when they're like in court and the attorneys are yelling at each other or yelling with the judge, I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, those are a bit exaggerated, but I can watch them. Mm, okay, okay. Well, to, to get more <laughs> onto your achievements, you recently became the president of Stetson's University Labor and Employment Law Association. I know just kind of starting from UCF and being a county and now to where you're at now, how does it kind of feel to know you're being honored for your great work? Honestly, it's really exciting um, just because this, especially for this organization, it's um, one that I'm really passionate about. Um, like I said, I, I want to practice labor and employment law. So, and I've had an interest in it since my first semester um, at law school. So I'm just excited to pass on that passion and that knowledge for that area of law to other incoming students. So it's, it's exciting. Mm. Could you describe, like, what are some of the things you get to do as president? Um, so we plan a lot of different meetings and events. So actually, I was doing some of this earlier today. But um, so we'll be planning events, having different attorneys come in and speak about the type of work that they do, um, just so that our students kind of know what career options there are out there and what exactly you do as a labor and employment law attorney because there's so many different like aspects to it so yeah just basically hosting events networking events so you can get that face time with actual you know local pr practitioners in the area mm. yeah that's a lot and um i think that there's so many aspects of law like you can't even probably list them all so how did you even narrow it down to such a, a focus in labor and employment specifically so, yeah, there are a lot. I originally wanted to do family law, um, but I shadowed an attorney who does family law. And there was just it's a very emotional <laughs> area of law and I just couldn't handle it. So um, my dad knows an employment law attorney. And so I spoke with him about the type of work that he does. And then one of my professors, um, he wrote the textbook that we used in class and it revolved around an age discrimination case. And so that kind of sparked my interest in employment law. And then I joined the organization on campus and learned more. And I've been stuck with it since then. Mm. Yeah, that's how you kind of get through things. I'm glad that you got the opportunity to actually shadow the family law lawyer and understand, hey, you know what, this might not be it. Then you kind of were able to talk to someone else in employment law and kind of get on that boat. You know, a lot of people don't really have the chance to, to really go in debt with what they want to do. So it's kind of nice that you're able to explore and actually figure out what avenue is your preferred one. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's the only way to really figure it out is to talk to people who do it, get that experience. And I mean, I've contacted random people sometimes, like finding attorneys that do a specific area of law that I find interesting online and just sending them an email and, you know, asking them if they'd be willing to meet with me for lunch. And most of the times they are because they want to um, share their knowledge. So 
good opportunities. I agree with that. What do you kind of use to contact people like LinkedIn or is there something else that uh, law students use? Um, I don't really use LinkedIn to contact with people, although I probably should. But I just look at um, random firm websites and just look through. They have attorney profiles for every almost every firm. So you can just see, you know, what they did in law school, what areas they specialize in and kind of take it from there. Hmm, okay. See, you learn something new. That's definitely something for the law students who are listening. Firm websites. <laughs> I, f- I feel like uh, a lot of people kind of don't take advantage of our resources, mm-hmm. man. We have so many resources to just contact people and ask them, you know, how did you do what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think people are scared of rejection or just I I mean, because it is kind of scary to reach out to, you know, a big established attorney and to ask for them for help. But I mean, what's the worst that they can say? You know, no. So might as well just take your chances. Mm -hmm. Go right for it. Exactly. Right for it. Well, I know law school in itself is very difficult and it's really, really easy to kind of feel, you know, unmotivated and be questioning, like, what am I doing? How do you kind of keep yourself just amped and ready to go and your eye on the prize when it comes to law school? I don't know. It, it It's very stressful. And sometimes I feel like you can lose your motivation. I just, I just think about my end goal and what I want out of this experience. And that's kind of what keeps me motivated. But I also live at home. And at least for me, that's been, um, it's been really good to have that support system for my family. Um, they've definitely helped in keeping me focused and keeping me grounded with my studies. So my family is definitely a big, big contributor to that. Okay. And then do you have anybody um, in your family that you look to for, for advice as far as law goes? Um, I know, you you know, you, your family is a big support system. So do you go to any of them for advice? Yeah, I go both my parents. I go to them for advice um, with everything, um, but they're not attorneys. So when it comes to actual like legal <laughs> questions that I might have, they may not necessarily be able to help me. So I just look to my mentors, different mentors that I've received from being a part of different organizations. And like I said, contacting random attorneys. And so they're kind of the people that I go to when I need help with something that's specific to law. See, you have that support system. And would you be able to, you know, just maybe highlight maybe one or two of those mentors that definitely has helped you on your journey so far? Yeah. So one of my mentors, uh, her name is Deidre and I met her my first year. She also does labor and employment law. And so she's been a huge help to me because I, I meet with her probably every semester and she has been there to kind of guide me and tell me what things I need to prepare for, for this next, you know, step in my law school process. And uh, she was definitely helpful for me when I was interviewing for firms uh, for my summer job. So yeah, she's definitely been a big, a big help for me. Besides that, I'm not, I mean, I have other mentors. It's just, you know, (laughs) hard to single one out, you know? I understand. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I heard that um, the law school actual grading process is a lot different. Like, they make you, like, uh, come to class, and if you are called on during a certain class, like, you have to get, you know, you have to be able to answer a certain question or you don't get those points for the rest of the semester. Is that similar to how your school does it? Yeah, well, I've I've never heard of that before. I mean, we do have cold call calling. So, I mean, you go to class and you better be prepared because the professor will just call on you and you they'll put you on the spot basically and you need to answer it. 
Um, and you can't get away with an I don't know. I tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Bad results. Yeah. But um, I think the grading is definitely different because like in undergrad, you have different assignments and, you know, a midterm and a final. But here, one exam is your entire grade. So and you don't necessarily get assignments or little exams throughout the semester. So you have to learn everything for the entire semester and put it all on that one exam. And then you they grade it on a scale, too. There's a curve. So, th for example, they'll say, OK, we can only give four A's you know, three B's, whatever. And so, I mean, maybe your work was an A quality, but because someone else had be a better paper than you did, they'll get those A's and you won't. So it's definitely a lot tougher. I don't know if I explained that. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of wanted to get behind like the theory of that. So like, say, I mean, for example, this probably doesn't happen often, but what if everybody has technically A quality work? Could they possibly still not pass if they had the worst A, I guess? Yeah, that's how it. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's how crazy. It is. That's the thing. To get into law school, you have to have good grades, you know. And so everybody's smart. You're basically competing against each other, and that's the that's the hard part. Wow, is making sure that you produce the best, you know, quality work. So yeah, it's tough. Ooh, I, I don't know how I feel if I was had an A quality paper but still didn't make it. That'd be heartbreaking. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have my I have my mama come in and, and cause hell. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish that you gave my baby an F. This is the best paper I've ever read. That's that's how that's how that would go. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Do you have any advice for any people who are looking into law and kind of don't know where to start, or just something in general to kind of get them pushed toward the right direction? Yeah. Well, first, I would make sure that it's what you want to do. Just because it's it's hard and it's a lot of work. And if you're not passionate about it, it's it's going to be miserable. <laughs> I don't want to scare people away, but it's true. Like, you really need to make sure that this is what you want to do. Because a lot of money goes into it, a lot of time and, you know, loans. So that's the first thing. But then once you know that that's your passion, I would just go for it. Um, I mean, especially if the person who's listening is an undergrad, focus on your grades. Make sure that you're getting good grades because that could, you know, get you good scholarships. You don't even have to worry about that aspect of it. And yeah, and just try to, to network with different attorneys, different people that could help you on your journey there. But yeah, I think that's, that's all I got for that. Well, that sounded <laughs> great. I mean, that's definitely stuff that you have to think, think about when it comes to actually pursuing law school. I mean, like you said, everyone knows it's tough and it's hard, but I like how you're really hammering the point. Like, no, 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 it really is. Like, please don't, don't underestimate it. It is really hard. Yeah. Crazy. I feel like a, a tough part is like, man, like what if like, say you're a student, you kind of get in, you do like your first year or your second year, you find out it's not really for you. It's like, man, I, I spent all that time, all that money and I, and I don't like it. You, do you know anybody like that? I don't. Well, actually, I did meet somebody today who was saying that they don't want to practice law, but whatever their next plan is, you need to have a JD. So it makes sense for them. But I've heard of other people who went through law school and realized that it wasn't for them. Some of them, you know, get out before they graduate. Others just finish it and then kind of figure it out after that. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a JD, but yeah, I'm not I don't know anybody personally where I could like share, you know, what they ended up doing, but I know that it does happen pretty often. A lot of people drop out after the first year, so that says 
that says yeah, a lot. They just get their bags packed and ship on. Yeah, like this is it. Yeah. Oh man. Well, definitely want to thank you for your time today. Uh, just like little two quick things, just to let viewers and listeners know more about you. The first one is if they want to contact or reach out to you, maybe for questions or anything that you probably can help them with. Where can they reach you at? Um, so they can reach me on uh, LinkedIn. My name's Adriana Foreman, or they could email me. Uh, my email is aforeman at law.stetson.edu. And I mean, I can give that to you guys. And I'm sure there's a way that we could post yeah, that. Yeah, right? of course. Okay. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, no problem. Sure. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Right. Event, so. And then the last thing is, do you have any parting words for listeners out there that have heard your riveting tale and are just, just like, yo, I, I want to really connect with this with this woman because she seems remarkable? <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to help. I'm always looking for ways to help people. I get so excited when people are interested in the law. Um, I mean, people have really helped me a lot in my journey. And so I'm just looking to give back. So if anybody really wants to contact me, please do. I will help you as much as I can or put you in contact with people that I know. Um, I mean, you never know. Mm -hmm. So we're always trying to share the wealth to everybody. So exactly. if you listen, yeah, exactly. If you're listening, please, you know, network start here and you never know where it could go. Exactly. Well, we want to thank you once again for being on the show. Loved everything about it. Really hope to see you one day, pass that bar, have that JD on, on your hand, and then just go out there and take over the world. <laughs> you got like a year left, right? Yeah, I have one year left. Mm -hmm. See, so by Definitely this time next yeah. year. Yeah, invite us to the to the, the after party. We'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely have an invite now. Appreciate it. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on your show, too. I'm really glad that we finally got to do this. And there you have it, folks. Miss Adriana Foreman, representing for the law school students out there. Emilio, man, what'd you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot, which I always say, but I really do mean it. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> I like it so much because she's really... Different from the other guests that we have, the fact that she does law, but it's it's one of those more like for our younger listeners, very relatable. And she really didn't come in and be like, I'm gonna flash it with all these fancy, you know, terminology and you know, law stuff. She was just being honest, she was just being herself. And that's what we really want to educate us. We want people who are themselves. So it helps appeal even more to listeners out there like you. Exactly, man. I think she uh, appealed to the educated side of educated hustle because. I mean, getting a law degree ain't no joke, man. Mm -mm, no, it's not. Don't <laughs> shoot. Getting past accounting ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Also, we want to, you know, find out where they can uh, reach us at. So, Emilio, tell them where they can reach us at, bro. Oh, man, oh, man. It's time, it's time once again. If you want to reach us, you can do so through these various social media outlets, Twitter, with our username at educated underscore hustle. Once again, that is educated underscore hustle. We are on Snapchat where we do our best to give you insider information, backstage access, and the occasional emotional uplifting you need. The Snapchat is educated hustle, all one word, educated hustle. If you want to see us with more visuals and pictures, you can follow us on Instagram at Educated Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educated Hustle Podcast. We are also on Facebook. We have a page. Please like it, 
comment, let us know how you feel or how you're doing that day. The page is simply called Educated Hustle. There's a space in between them. So Educated Space Hustle. And last but not least, if you want to reach out and let us know how we did, provide emotional feedback, support, mantras, whatever, you can email us at EducatedHustlePodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is EducatedHustlePodcast at gmail.com. All righty. It's always a lengthy thing, but we got to do it. We got to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that uh, sink in a little bit. And, you know, we always got to end the, the podcast off with something inspirational, man. So what you got for the people? Ooh, once again, people, we are bulldozing through all these episodes and it is such a testimony of how you know will vision and just shoot (sighs) persevering through everything really gets you far we really want you to go out this week and just be great just do something different you know start that work week out and figure out something you could do that's different that's productive or you know Just take one step closer to your dreams and your passions, no matter what they are. Just take that one step. That's all you got to do. Stick that foot right out. Just up, then put it down. That's all you got to do. Yes, yes, yes. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.